0: Switch from that pocket rocket halfway in
1: here. Oh my god, this is so much better.
0: I know, right? I'm really glad that we let Paul decide whatever we were gonna ride next. Yeah, it's so good. I know. The- <laughs> Paul, thanks for picking thanks for picking. This. It made my li- it made the transit so much better. I oh, mean yeah. Oh, it sounds so good, and to me, it feels like you're moving forward, and you don't have to worry about all that other rocket shit. Right. Oh, I'm so happy. You, you see you see this thing over here? Look at it. If I touch this...
1: Oh, something happens.
0: Yeah, look at that! That's crazy! Uh, oh my god. Paul, you have the best ideas. Pat yourself on the back. Per- perverbially. I don't know how you can make that into a sound effect.
1: <laughs>
0: you can try. Go ahead. Do it! I dare you! You don't have to. That's true. Just do whatever you want. It's a free world. You do whatever you want. Yeah. Anyway, welcome back to another episode of Xtreme. My name is Zach. My name is Joey. And this is a podcast where we dig deep on your favorite video games. And. That's right, Zach. We are finishing up Earthworm Gym today! Uh huh. Thankfully, well, not thankfully. It's, it, it's I mean, a bittersweet feeling. It is bittersweet. The game is tough, and the game is punishing. But damn it all, if it has charm, up the asshole. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's just uh, it, good pun. Good pun. Just everywhere. Up the up the butt. Up the butthole. Up the butt, Bill. Morty, up the butthole. So <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I was watching Rick and Morty last night. Um, yeah. <laughs> but. We're going to start it off here by going through, uh, for Pete's sake, and uh, just FYI, there's a little puppy right in front of us. Yep. You, do you see him? First off, question, dog's purple. What's up with that? What's up with that? So the second question, it's frolicking away into the, the, the depths and there's like tentacle monsters should we follow it?
1: Yes, I think, think we
0: should follow it. Okay, I think we should follow it too. I wonder. I don't want to know what happens if this thing gets injured. It looks right. too cute. I don't
1: want it to get hurt. No, don't hurt the puppy.
0: Alright, we're gonna go follow the puppy. We'll be right back. What did What we the fuck just happened? Just do?
1: Oh, my God. That puppy was not cute. <laughs> at, at all. That was a very scary puppy. My life is ruined forever. I can't look at doggos the same way. <laughs>
0: <sighs> oh, okay. I think I'll get through this. Wait. But let's
1: talk a little bit about what
0: has just scarred us for life. How
1: we just got through this. I don't know.
0: Well, let's let's give a brief description of the level, courtesy of the game manual here. Uh, Walking the dog has never been like this. If you let little Peter Puppy fall, watch out, his temper gets the best of him and he mutates into a ravenous, hulking giant. If the meteor showers don't rain on your parade, then the flying saucers don't blow you away then maybe, just maybe, you'll make it through okay. Oh, did I forget to mention the Unipus? It's like an octopus, but with one arm. Tentacles that can kill you? (laughs) God, I love these descriptions. Uh, Unipus is amazing. (laughs) Watch out for the Unipus. Uh, But let's talk a little bit about the level itself. So the stage is, as it's as it laid out in the instructions here, basically an extended escort mission. Yeah. It's like one except, long escort. Except you're not really escorting. You're more just like... Literally, it is like walking the dog. Because <laughs> the dog just kind of leads the way, and you're just kind of making sure it doesn't hurt itself.
1: Yeah. It's really Because the
0: dog... Yeah, like, you're kind of protecting yourself from your escort at times yeah <laughs> because if you end up if if sorry your escort Peter puppy, if he falls into whatever kind of danger falls into a pit or gets grabbed by the unipus, he gets fucking pissed and turns into this raving hulk that grabs you no matter what where you are and takes you all the way back to a randomized checkpoint or a random checkpoint.
1: yeah, it's
0: so annoying. It's pretty friggin annoying. you gotta. <laughs> Like, on top of it starting off pretty simple, like to at least lean you into the concept of what you need to do, and what you need to be wary of. Yeah. Um, yeah, it kind of eases you in a little bit saying, like, okay, like, you have two attacks and you need to protect Pete. So, what do your attacks do to manipulate Pete? Because he can only just prance like an idiot. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then you kind of just try your shot, like, you shoot him, or in his direction, and he ducks, so that means he stops. Yeah. So, if you need him to stop for any reason, you know to shoot in his direction. Uh, if you try your head on him, like, whip him, he'll just jump in the air, like, fly (laughs) through the air. Just, like, go crazy and flail. It's like the uh, feeling that you, like, wish you could do if somebody rat tails you with a towel. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Just like, bah! Cause, my butt! Because that's basically what he's doing. He is basically rat-tailing everybody. Yeah. Except it's like earth-tailing, worm-tailing? Yeah. Is that worm-tailing. thing? Worm-tailing. Worm-tailing. Worm-tailing.
1: Worm-heading. <laughs> Just make that Wait, a thing. Worm-heading, though.
0: Worm-heading. Is he hitting it with the head? I actually ha- he? wasn't paying attention. I think he is hitting it with the head, because he'd be grabbing his... Yeah, maybe he's grabbing his butt. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Are we thinking about this too much? Yes. As you Okay, usual. probably. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, that's kind of half the reason why people listen to us, I, I think, at least. Yes. Um, but yeah, as you're being guided through by Pete here, you run into a shit ton of obstacles, like raised bridges, or pits, or uh, random enemies, like... The, uh, the flying uh, saucers that hold Jim in place for about five seconds by the way those are the worst enemies
1: yes uh, I hate those. for
0: this particular area it's the worst because if you lose if you lose control of Jim for any amount of time in this
1: Pete's probably gonna fall into a hole yeah and then just, because like,
0: he doesn't have go. common sense. Then he hulks out and brings you all the way back and you lose all that progress. So it's interesting to have an enemy that doesn't directly hurt you, but
1: but kind of indirectly hurts you. Yeah,
0: Yeah. it's like the worst thing ever just by virtue of what happens if you are not able to move. Mm -hmm. Um, There's also random asteroid fields that just kind of pop up out of nowhere uh by the way i noticed this while i was shooting at some of the asteroids during those sections um if you miss an asteroid and you're invincible for a little second yeah some of the asteroids will just literally like bounce off of you like into the ground (laughs) like retaining all the same speed just changing
1: direction that's interesting
0: yeah i don't know why that that is like
1: that i just thought it'd go like through him right it like bounces off of him i guess that's more realistic
0: Kind of. I mean, it's a big meteor, my dude. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> like, I'm not a scientist, so but I'm pretty sure there would be like kinetic force being
1: transferred, mm, some sort of damage to your brain, to, to your to your
0: anything. <laughs> If you're a scientist, write in, tell me more about kinetic energy. At 1-800-I-don't-actually-care-about-kinetic-energy. <laughs> dot com. Um, dot com.
1: Actually, we got dot net. Yeah. We weren't We weren't on top of it fast enough. Classic science website. Classic can't, science. Can't get the dot coms. What are you going to do? Also, there are seesaws, just because. Yeah,
0: with springs. Woohoo! Yay. Tons of fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as we mentioned, Pete. every time Pete falls, he also pulls you back. Um, not only is it a progression punishment where it just pulls you back to a random... Well, not random, but there are set checkpoints that Pete will bring you back to depending on your progress. Um, that will reset every time you pass another one. Uh, but, aside from losing that progress, and not honestly having any idea of when the next marker is, <laughs> it's kinda harrowing. Good word. Because any, thank you, any lack of progress like that is just, it's annoying, because all the enemies that you killed will regenerate. All the obstacles you, you navigated through are, you have to do that again. Yeah. So, you don't really get a chance to like immediately understand and fix your mistake. You have to go back and then re-navigate the shit you already knew. So it, like it wears on you. Yeah. So it not only wears on you physically or uh, like mentally, but Jim also loses health each time that uh, Pete falls. Cause obviously he's got to bring him back somehow and, that somehow is by grasping him in his jaws and spitting him out. Yeah. Which would, in turn, do a little bit of damage. Yeah. But, like, holy shit. Like, the time punishment on this is just brutal. Uh, yeah. Like, at, as the level goes on, the checkpoints become less frequent, and, you like, failure right. costs you a lot of progress. It gets really hard. That's why one of this levels is usually considered one of the harder ones. Yeah, even though it's just a straight path the whole time. It's a straight path. There's no end boss. It's just this. Yeah. But, like, yeah, the holy shit. The reason why it gets so difficult is because not only do they make those checkpoints more infrequent, but they throw more enemies and obstacles at you, like, at once. So they'll ask you, like... All right, now you have to whip him in the air, but at the same time, shoot at the tentacle on the other side of the platform. Otherwise, he'll get caught and get fucked. Uh, But then you also have to jump over to the other platform because it's very short, and he'll fall into the next pit. Like, there's a lot of things.
1: Yeah.
0: And and then inevitably, you're going to fuck up a few times, and you're probably just going to, like, Well, shit, I made it past the jump, but he got caught in the tentacle. Let's go back. All right, I got to pass a tentacle, but he fell into the wall, into the ground. All right, now let's go back. <laughs> it, gra- yeah. it grates on you. Uh, it's crazy. Um, you have to like eventually. Be sorry, really people, good. That's it. You, yeah, you. Like, pro tip: You gotta get good, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. Pro, get yeah, good. that's <laughs> get good. Pro tip: You ain't good. You get good. Damn.
0: Wise words. (laughs) Um, But as you go through midway into the stage here, Pete's lifted onto a crane. Um, And the enemy in this section makes me very uncomfortable, Joey. The what? Do you remember what it is? The enemy in this section. It makes me very uncomfortable. Which section? When he's lifted up into a crane. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you know those, like, cement mixers? Yeah. The things that look like cement mixers that have tongues coming out of them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, like, in and out every second. Like, ugh, it's, it's like, like, uncomfortable. Why is that happening? I don't know. It's weird. It's, like, uh, It's, like, don't get your weird
1: cement tongue away from me. Is that, like, an animal or a robot? I can't tell.
0: I, I have no clue. <laughs> it's probably some kind of mutant. Maybe maybe it was made by Pete, and he's some kind of evil genius. Wow. And we're just kind of falling into his uh, his trap. Whoa. And then, like... Maybe he's just... Because he's immoral, he's not worried about any of this shit. Maybe he's too. just, like, testing you. Yeah, he's just playing dumb.
1: He's like, oh, the random cement monster? Like, god, don't worry about it. It's fine. Oh, no, it's a gap. I can't traverse this on my own.
0: Oh, no, the unipus is everywhere. <laughs> ah, that'd be real
1: annoying if I got caught in it. Not the unipus.
0: Unipus. <laughs> That'd make a good uh, Star Trek villain. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Watch out! It's Unipus.
1: <laughs> yes, it is i Unipus. And then Shatter makes some like witty comment. <laughs> <laughs> no, Unipus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you, but one puss is all I need.
0: Wait, that would have been such a good shot, Laurel. <laughs> <laughs> you got a lot of space, Poon. Um, <laughs> but the enemies are just crazy annoying as the stage goes on. And yeah, like as I mentioned, some of the returns to checkpoints are just getting r- fucking ridiculous. You lose an enormous amount of progress. Yeah. Um, also, the seesaws, I didn't mention it, but like they don't go well with whipping. Because you whip in one of six direct or one of five directions. Right. Uh, but it's not very good at whipping down. Mm-hmm. And then if the angle is pointed down on the seesaw, there's really a very hard time, you have a very hard time whipping Pete. Yeah. And making him actually jump.
1: Yeah, it's difficult. You have to, it's like, because the angle on the left side of the seesaw, so it's, like, facing up.
0: Exactly, so you always have to be on the left because... The restriction on the control is that you only can go in five directions with the whip, and you have to be able to whip them to make the jump. Yeah. I kind of froze there in my thought. What? It's difficult. It's
1: hard. <laughs>
0: difficult, yes. Um, there's a later crane section that's mainly just so you don't have to do a chain whip jump to get Pete across. And by chain whip jump, I mean there's times... You realize, obviously, like, oh, you can... Just kind of whip him once and he'll jump. But if right. you're just curious, you can just f- keep whipping him in the air if you get a good enough rhythm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like On those, you can like, just media chain platforms. Yeah, you can just keep chain whipping him, keep him in the air without him even touching the ground if you're good enough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a crane section, so you don't have to worry about that. Um, and then you get to basically the end of the stage. Mm-hmm. But like, did
1: you notice you the, don't the cow flying in the background? I did. I did. Did you see the cow? Yes. So good. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> god, the foreshadowing is amazing on it. Yeah. Um but yeah, so you have this you've two routes. You could just send Pete home and then be on your way or for those of you who are ballsy enough or have to do it for a podcast, go <laughs> to the advanced route. Yes. Oh my god. Joey the advanced round is brutal. Why did you do it? I did it for you, the listeners, <laughs> so you know what to do so you don't have to do it because
1: you did. All right, it for let the me pod.
0: tell you. I did it for the pod gang. I did it for you. I my my everything hurt because of it, especially my brain. Um the thing is, the obstacles and jumps are so much more intense on advanced. And like they have the combinations that i mentioned before like ju- like whipping into seesaws into random bridge platforms into enemies like yeah all pep and then pepper all of that with the enemy that holds you down for 5 seconds it's fucking brutal
1: yeah i and then i would not be able sorry, to go. beat this in for like weeks
0: <laughs> it's hard man the only reason i beat it is because of safe states hmm. <laughs> Okay, I'm in the uh, yes, I. 2018, I just, it's because,
1: 2018. You're loud.
0: Because I have a life to lead, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, the reason, uh, the big reason, honestly, for this is because when Pete falls in this advanced section, he spits you out right at the the uh, the point where you branch off to the advanced path. No matter yeah.
1: how far you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to do it in one. Like if you're so. near the
0: end. He just he takes you all the way back. That's the checkpoint for the advance. There is none. Yeah. And on top of that, there are one-ups scattered everywhere in this section. Yeah. Which, by the way, that's the only reason to go on the advance path. There's no other benefit to taking the advance path than yeah. to
1: get these one-ups. But they're, like, not even easy to get.
0: That's the thing. They're very much off the critical path. Yeah. And then if you end up getting them... Like... Then Pete, like, th- dies. Or, like, falls. And then you go all the way back, and you're like, yes. well, fuck. But, like, somebody who didn't know that the end goal of the advanced path is just to collect one-ups, you would just be going all the way back again to lose all that time and effort, and then once you lose the one-up that you got, it's like, what's the, even the fucking point? Yeah. There's a lot of, like, temptations scattered around to, like, say, oh, you know what? Maybe you can get that one-up and continue going with Pete. But usually, it's very low percentage that you can actually coordinate that.
1: Yeah, you gotta be really good. You have to know that you're gonna, like, not die.
0: It's craziness. Like, there is absolutely... I understand the risk-reward punishment here, but holy shit, you guys. Like, dude, it's not worth it. The advanced path, it's not. Do not stress yourself out about it. If you're ever playing Earthworm Jim, just get to the normal house. Yeah. You're not missing anything. Move on with your lives. Pro tip. The only thing... (laughs) Don't do the advanced
1: path.
0: Exactly. Like, the only thing you're missing, I'll tell you, at the end of the stage, instead of him going into a little Casa de Vila kind of thing, he just has a castle. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's the only difference. There's no benefit to being in a house. There's no, there's no benefit to the castle. He doesn't give you anything. He just waves you off and you fly off into the sunset. So, yeah, there's no fucking point. No. In the advanced path. Don't do it. So just don't do it, you guys. I did it. Don't do it. All right. Yeah, we did. But I think we're done here, so that we don't have to. Exactly. But now we're done with this station, thankfully. And now we're gonna fly off into the next one, right? That's right. On our on our new on our, our new, new friend
1: thing that we do.
0: All right. So let's let's get let's yeah. get on the thing. On it or like with with it. Yeah, we'll get we'll <laughs> get around we'll get, it
1: get with it. And okay,
0: here we go. This yeah, we're getting getting here. into position. It, yep. And and, yeah, don't forget to put your hand on the on the on the thing. It's happening. Make sure, yeah. Don't 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 grab it too hard. Don't 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 let don't let you know. Don't hang on too hard. Uh, It won't uh, move. Okay. Okay. Alright, Here we go. We're going. We're good. This is
1: going. Just this is it. Yeah. Yes. This is moving. Okay. Is it? Okay. This is is working. Yes. Yeah. Forward. Forward motion. Onward? Oh.
0: talk about a smooth landing
1: oh yeah
0: that landing was silky smooth thank you thank you transport method i will now <laughs> we have gently been transported i will now gently put you away so that we are able to move forward in the future mm. it is very hard to discern what paul is going to choose <laughs> If that was not obvious enough. Yeah. Like, but now we're, we're here.
1: The... What? <laughs> yeah, nothing. Just go. No,
0: we're, we're here. We're in Buttville.
1: Yes, finally.
0: Buttville.
1: Buttville.
0: Buttville. Pow! You can come, Peter on a clothesline, but his name's not Peter, it's Spider Man. <laughs> spider <laughs> Buttville. Yeah, but we're yeah. <laughs> here in Buttville. Um, and before we actually jump into it, I'm going to do another game manual reading description here.
1: Nice. If you don't mind. Oh, I would mind if you didn't.
0: It's dark, but there's lightning in the distance, and Jim has to keep his head in order to stay alive. You're now facing the queen and her minions head on. So you... Oh, sorry. Head to head... So use yours. The queen is using her control over all the insectoids in order to try and stop you. Everywhere you turn, one of her followers is going to be there. Try to control your every move here. Any mistake will probably be your last. Nice. And and honestly, they're not kidding. Like, <laughs> it's... This is a pretty hard level. It starts off brutally hard. Yeah. Um... So just it like breaks it no up, I guess. Ground. Yeah, it starts it off here by doing the. Uh, it says use your head, and you're on just a randomized, a random platform. Yeah. And uh, you kind of have to just navigate your way through a spike maze while falling.
1: Yeah. Like gliding, and, like gliding or whatever.
0: Yeah, it's not falling. It's not flying. It's falling with style. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <Classic> <laughs> but you're you gotta. You. you gotta dodge all the spike filled uh, areas in the shaft, and the only way to slow your descent is by mashing the, the button that makes Jim into a, basically a whirly bird. Yeah. Um, and to you play. gotta mash pretty fast. Oh, yeah. Like, the only way that you're gonna have enough control to be fine is by, like, mashing the shit out of him. If you casually mash, he'll stop yeah. whirly birding and eventually just fall.
1: Yeah, this level is not casual.
0: No, it is not casual at all. I mean, it is the last level, so that's kind of yeah. to be expected. Yeah. Um, there are little uh, areas that you can actually try and explore if you're bold enough to mm. look for them mm-hmm. that provide you with more ammo and 1-ups. But again, not super worth it. And really hard. Because, again, cause the risk is honestly too high, in my opinion, for yeah. the reward. Yeah, agreed. Um. But yeah, the, as you look actually in the background, the, it seems to be moving very fast. Did you notice that? What? Like the background is scrolling very fast. Or it looks like it's scrolling very fast. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's for emphasis to kind of sh- like when you're falling to make you feel like you're falling faster. Yeah, also maybe just
1: to make it harder. I don't know.
0: I don't know. Because the background doesn't have any bearing on the difficulty,
1: right? Yeah, I guess.
0: So, I think it's mainly there to make you feel like you're falling faster and make you a little bit more on edge yeah, when yes. you're
1: actually right. navigating. Just stress you out.
0: Yeah, I think it's a psychological thing to try and stress you out a little bit. Yeah. Um, which is actually a pretty cool idea. Yeah. Um, but eventually you make it to the bottom of this little area, hopefully in one piece. Um <laughs> And then you're teleported into a new section, which I guess is Buttville proper. <laughs>
1: I don't know. Uh, um, I guess but so. whatever, wherever we are, it's full of lightning, my dude. I don't get it. Why is there lightning in a butthole? I
0: don't, <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. Why is there lightning in a butthole? It's one of those questions that will never be answered. <laughs> or is it like the lyrics to a Led Zeppelin song?
1: Is it? It's
0: lightning in a butthole
1: Yeah, that sounds familiar.
0: <laughs> OH Lightning in a butthole
1: Oh
0: man. Nice. Thank you. I don't know if I did it good <laughs> Zeppelin. But I tried. Uh, good. Um so Interesting enough, there is actually conveyance in this stage, even though it's kind of the end here. Um, Inadvertently or not, you actually have to jump up, and the ceilings in this area are so short that you hit your head on the ceiling. But where you need to jump is actually uh, where these clingable vines are in the ceiling. Yeah. So you actually inadvertently jump into them, and Jim will instinctively cling onto them. And then you see, oh, Jim can climb on these things. That's good to know. <laughs>
1: <Yeah.
0: Convance>! What?
1: <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Just At like least, this coffee. And it's not spikes, so that's like really... Gay. Thank God.
0: Yeah. This devil's full of too many spikes.
1: Yeah. What? Wait, you know what?
0: After doing 64... This is our 65th episode, right? Yeah. There's like... There's a growing theme here of... The enemies in games being spikes. Every like, the single big game.
1: Like, what the hell?
0: Like, pointy things, I get that they look dangerous. But, like, why is it the be-all, end-all of danger? <laughs> It'd be like, spikes are the thing that ruin you.
1: It's like... like part. It's of not just, like, having game. an enemy. Yeah, it's just video game in general. Like, lore.
0: Spikes. If anybody, if anybody knows why game designers decide to use spikes as the main method of like fucking your player over like feel free to write in at the extreme at you know gmail.com t-s-t-h-e-x-s-t-r-e-a-m at gmail.com because i'm very curious
1: um otherwise i actually may look that up later when i have time yeah i feel Um, like if ever like video games are not a thing in the Distant future, they'll look back yeah. in history and be like, "Oh, video game without It's like a thing where you play and like the spikes hurt you." <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, they really part had a, of the history of video games. They have
0: yes, it would be it's a venerable part of most gaming histories, having spikes that are meant as environmental hazards that wreck you, <laughs> not just do little damage but like destroy you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as you move through here, um, you, there's another mechanic that's not conveyed super well to you. It's kind of more implied through your other interactions with this kind of thing, but I call it like the whip evader. whip evader. Yeah, the whip evader. Nice. It's like w- whip-elevator. Yeah. Um, so there are like these columns that are dotted with, uh, the, uh, swing ropes, right and swing hooks yeah, yeah and then you kind of just know that those are you're able to swing on those but you've never seen them like this close together before so by the implication of knowing what to do you may be able to figure it out so i'm on the fence as to whether or not this is conveyance i actually i don't think it's conveyance so much as just having understood the mechanics of a previous section right
1: right Right, cool, it's like, okay. it's just Yeah, it's just like... It's not new. Right?
0: Yeah, it's not new. It's just reapplying an old mechanic in a new way.
1: Yeah. And they had it in like a, like a um, secret area, I think, in one of the other levels that you could have done. like optional Oh, yeah? Thing. I think like an optional thing on the side. I remember oh, it. Oh, you're probably...
0: Okay, so you're probably right. There might have been... Stuff off the critical path where you may have encountered this, but uh, I guess this is the first mainline introduction of something like
1: this. Yeah.
0: So, had you not run into the stuff on the on the other paths, you, you yeah, you're it. right.
1: Now you gotta do it.
0: Now you gotta do it. And not only that, you gotta dodge all these bees and random parasites. By the way, parasites, you remember the uh, swamp monster that bit you in half? Imagine mm. that times like a thousand. Because there's like a thousand of these stupid things. They're oh, everywhere. god, yes. And they're always in the most inopportune place, as yeah. we'll talk about in a moment. Um, but you gotta be careful, because they'll chop you in half, and you'll just die instantly.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so much instant death. And there's, yeah, there's a lot of like these blobs that again have the same kind of tongue as those creepy cement mixers had before. And then, uh, did you... Did you notice the cow flew by again? Oh, I didn't see it.
1: <laughs> the cow, the cow uh, flew by again. Oh, uh, nice. <laughs> I was just look, you by in an asshole. look <laughs> do you see it? Look, do you see it?
0: It's flying by right now and making the sound effect of a cow. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Again, more foreshadowing about this cow. This flippin' cow that we've flung from New Junk City, using a a, a very fragile stick and a refrigerator. <laughs> Just FYI, fly. in case you guys in case you guys forgot. <laughs> um, and then as you move through here, there are bulbs that you can actually jump onto, the game element. But at least these bulbs stand out as opposed to the ones in level five. Right. Because they're different colors than the background. So they actually stand out. They look like fucking basketballs. Yeah, yeah. So they're like, oh, this is definitely not a part of the background. So I should be able to interact with this because it's not the same fucking color as the background. <laughs> Bad designers from the previous Level 5. Bad designers.
1: Bad. No.
0: Um, no. But also this mechanic has an interesting twist to it. Because you can't stand on it forever. You can basically stand on these for about a second until you start slipping off, mm-hmm. um, and then yeah, as you move through here, you continue like progressing on the uh, very slippery balls. But now they've shown you the parasites. They've shown you the slippery balls. Now they combine them together because it's the last stage. Because also fuck you. <laughs>
1: yeah, it it's crazy. It, It's it's crazy.
0: Well, I mean, it's the end of this. This is the last stage, my dude. Yeah. Of course it's going to get crazy.
1: This is it.
0: This is it. Um, And there's a lot lot more of these more impenet, like, punishingly crazy jumps. Some of which will, if you miss, like, a rope swing or a jump or anything, you just fall into a pit and die because there's no recovering. Yeah. Like, they were not kidding about, like, if you miss some of these jumps, you're going to die. Like, no, you will.
1: Yeah, you gotta be a hundred percent careful here.
0: Yeah, and then you jump on it like, oh, this really squishy slug. I assume it's kind of like on it now. Mm-hmm. It's gross. Um, but then you end up actually getting to a mini boss? Uh, which I would assume is the is the queen's butt. The queen's butt. <sighs> so hold on. So this is the butt of Buttville.
1: Right. Um, this is, is, or is it? Is the butt a slug? The queen slug for butts, but. My my <laughs> head hurts. <laughs> I don't
0: even know anymore. Actually, you know what I do know. You know what the name of this this boss is? J. What? Alfred Maggot. All right, that's classy. Indeed. <laughs> Um, and the best way to beat J. Alfred Maggot is to shoot at him, because he'll actually not, or it will not shoot back at you, the only thing it will do is send more spiked platforms that you need to be careful of, don't jump on it, obviously. Um, (laughs) yeah, it's an interesting fight, because it doesn't attack you directly, it attacks you indirectly. Right. By sending, so you're jumping on these platforms that are constantly moving into a spike wall, so you have to keep moving. But the more damage you do to Alfred, the more, um... The more damage... i uh, sorry, the more spike platforms will come.
1: Right. Uh, by the way,
0: Paul, can you do that thing where you do the half internet backstory? Because I have another one. Today. Good, thanks. Um, <laughs> Alfred J. Maggot is the guardian of Insectica and servant of Queen Slugfurabut. Um... So it's a servant of Queen Slug for a butt. Uh, he's actually at the rear of the Queen's ovipost... oviposterior of oviposterior. Is that the name of... Yeah, I guess that's the name. And her... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. That... Yeah. 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 It's the... <laughs> the butt is the butt... The butler. <laughs> it's the butler. Oh, shit. It's the butt. Okay, Alfred Maggot's name is a fun on J. Alfred Prufrock, the narrator of the poem written by T.S. Eliot, apparently. <laughs> I thought it would be J. Alfred Hitch... Well, no, that's Alfred Hitchcock. J. Alfred Prufrock. Never mind. Two different people. To do the other half-outro. Good. Thank you, Paul. <laughs> um, and Yeah. Then we move on to the final boss. That's it. Not it. No, we have to beat it first. <laughs>
1: yeah, okay. <laughs> Time to fight
0: Queen Slug for a butt. Put in a random sound effect here to sound menacing. Yeah. Menacing. Woo! <laughs> um, <laughs> Queen Slug for a butt. Um, so... Riding uh, writing on what looks to be a platform of snot, Jim uh, encircles the queen as she summons bees to attack Jim. Mm-hmm. Um, the only advice I can really give you for this fight is to use your ammo sparingly. Because uh, the queen can take a lot of damage. A yeah. lot of damage. Of um, but you'll, you need to realize that after you've hit and made the connection where she, like, screams and goes, like, mm-hmm. uh, she's invincible for that little time. So you may as well save your bullets and just kind of shoot again once she's out of that uh, invulnerability state. Because right. the first time I tried this, I just, like, wailed on it on her with the gun, like, nonstop. And you lost and a lot of ammo. I ran out of ammo, actually, yeah. and that's how I died. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. And then just, like, yeah, I got wrecked by bees um so yeah just monitor your usage of the gun um mm-hmm. but if you're really ballsy you could try and whip her with your head uh, apparently that would do a ton of damage but you got to be really careful because the only platform you can jump onto is the flowing snot otherwise you fall into a pit of spikes yeah um but yeah that's the fight like that's the that's the end that's the boss that's of the game that's
1: it it's and like the, under. It's kind of underwhelming. Yeah, but it's like I kind of get it. They're just like, you do. That's Can it. you explain it to me? Because it's Earthworm Gym and they're just like weird.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. You know what? I'll take that explanation. They're they've been doing weird shit the entire game. So why the fuck not? Yeah. Um. But before we move on, let's do a proper internet backstory. Internet backstory beauty. Queen Slug for a Butt, a.k.a. the evil queen, pulsating, bloated, festering, sweaty, pus filled malformed Slug for a Butt, is the final foe that Jim faces in Earthworm Jim. She is the twin sister of Princess What's-Her-Name, though she clearly does not resemble her in any way. Uh, queen Slug for a Butt more closely remembers, resembles a large queen insect, especially a queen termite. She is the parent and monarch and commander of the insectoids, whom are all generated from her oviposterior. posterior. Hmm. Um, obviously, she wanted to use the ultra high tech indestructible super spacesuit to conquer the universe, uh, but the problem is that, um, the professor who made it completely forgot that the queen has a gigantic butt. Um, and designed the suit with the form of a muscular man. Um, so it's very hard for the queen to fit would fit, fit into this suit regardless. Yeah. Um, queen Slug for is a brutal and sinister tyrant who rules the planet Insectia with an iron fist. She not only rules Insectia, but an outer ring of small planets and moons that surround it. She feels that it is her duty for the empire of Insectia to spread further than its own galaxy, Never satisfied, she is determined in spreading her evil ways wherever her kind might go, even if it means the reaches of the farthest universes. Mm. Uh, Loyal followers are brainwashed to love and respect her iron rule. With long black horns, flashing red eyes, you lose her power to uh, hold the throne over many, many worlds. Uh, She also has a fierce hatred for her twin sister. She always mistreated her and kept her captive because... uh, Sorry... She was always... bah! She always mistreated her sister and kept her into a life of captive exile because of the young queen's lust for power. That was a weird sentence. Yeah. Uh, Her most impressive weapon is her scepter, which has been passed through centuries through the royal bloodline. The scepter has the power that can only be used by those of the royal Insection bloodline. It's said to have the power to destroy and heal... Granted, the queen prefers destructive qualities wielding its strange energy that she can lay waste to anything that she pleases. Cool. And that's all I got for Internet Backstory on Queen's Love for a Bud. Internet Backstory. Nice. Yeah. By the way, by the by, you're the best. (laughs) You're the best. You're the best. They started it. Yeah, they did. Um, yeah, it literally just, once you kill Queen Suck for Butt, it transitions to a title card that says, are the best. <laughs>
1: you of course, because,
0: because that's, yeah, you're right. We gotta use our proper grammar. Mm-hmm. Um, you're the best. And then it actually goes into a little miniature cutscene, where it Jim saving Princess What's-Her-Name? Um, and they pull the old Looney Tunes turning into a wolf when you see a hot babe gag. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Because of course. Yeah. Um then uh the princess offers up a kiss to Jim, but as we've been alluding to all this time, she is crushed by the cow. By the cow. That we (laughs) launched in the first level. How fitting. How fitting. But she's not dead. She's more just like inconvenienced. <laughs> uh, By the way, and as she's crushed, she, she loses her crown. This yeah. is important. Um, and the credits roll as Jim sulks away. <laughs> dejected and saying, why the fuck did I even go on this quest? Um, which leaves you, the player, to realize, why the fuck did I just put myself through this <laughs> <laughs> But um, well, well you have these gentlemen to thank, the programming done by Nick Jones, the concept in total done by Duck, Doug Tenapel. Uh, the main animator Mike Dietz, uh, art by Nick Broody and Steve Crow, level design by Tom Tanaka, and a special thanks to Playmate Toys. Uh, okay. I mean, I know that it was a tie-in with a lot of with the toy line to sell that shit, but like having that in the game, Seems a bit like, clearly you guys meant to push this as a thing to, you know, make money and
1: like,
0: right.
1: promote a product line here. <laughs> Did you see, uh, like, wait, go on. No, you go. Did you see Designed by Many, Many Shiny Meetings? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was actually pretty funny. What <laughs> does that even mean? Because happen? they're, well,
0: they were, they're were. they the shiny, they're, they're, their, their company was called Shiny Entertainment
1: so much sense right
0: right Right. there you go
1: okay
0: yeah and uh actually i found a little bit of other more information uh on the uh earthworm gym earthworm site uh worm rocketworm.com check this out if you guys are interested in more information about earthworm gym um but i just want to read a little excerpt here uh from the development of earthworm gym um David Perry, the founder of Shiny Entertainment, worked as a programmer enlisted the help of other brilliant artists and designers, uh, whom were originally employed at Virgin Interactive, where he first worked. Uh, these people included Nick Brody, Mike Dietz, Ed Schofield, and Steve Crow, later on a few more, Mike Lorenzen, Andy Astor, Nick Jones, Tom Tanaka, and Doug tenable Uh, they all went on to other projects over the following years, um... But yeah, the main, the main concept by Doug Teneple, uh Earthborn Jim was his character. Teneple created all the major characters including Jim, Evil the Cat, Peter the Puppy, the Evil Queen, yeah, I'm not going to say the whole name, Cycrow, uh, the Princess, Chuck, and Doc Duodenum. Uh, <laughs> I guess that was Doc, Professor Muggever <laughs> ahead um he was also jim's voice in the games and he came up with the sayings like groovy and whoa nelly which was the driving force behind the whole concept yeah that's interesting right yeah uh with the well-skilled and imaginative team at shiny the world of earthworm jim was fleshed out and planned in detail world in detail worlds planets characters a lot uh of this concept wasn't shown to the public for many years and earthworm jim had uh had depth that most video games didn't at the time. to go into different genres. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mike Dietz was an exceptional animator who brought a lot of the characters to life, which is completely true. A lot of the... Not only just Earthworm Jim himself, but like the enemies have a lot of personality in how they animate.
1: Yeah. Definitely but yeah, if you guys want, not to half-assed.
0: No, and if you guys want to read more about there's a lot of interesting stuff here. Go to uh, rocketworm.com. I would recommend it. There's a lot of cool information here. Nice. Um, but yeah, then we're at the ending here, and uh, yeah. the cow and the cow and the princess fall into la- into the lava lake under the combined weight of both of <laughs> them. Um, and then Jim sneakily gets back onto the scene, looks around to see if he's being watched, and snatches the crown. Classic Jimmy. <laughs> and, and then. It transitions to a staff picture of all yeah. the people at Shiny actually <laughs> in the style of like a Queen album. Yeah, yeah, like
1: um looks like the Queen or whatever.
0: Yeah, the Queen, I think it's called Queen 2 is the name okay. of the album. Okay. It looks exactly like that except alongside all the actual human people is Earthworm Jim. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. And that's how and that's how it ends. And that's the end of Earthworm Jim. jerem you came to join us for the ending what what did you think okay so you kind of thought it was an incredibly fun experience regardless of the difficulty it was worth it just to see the characters and kind of enjoy the atmosphere that they created Wow, that was... Yeah, That I totally agree with you. That's a very succinct way of putting it. <laughs> yeah, Jerem. You're so smart, Jerem. Are you going to stick around for us while we finish up here before you dimension hop into a new galaxy? Okay, cool. All right, we'll finish up quickly and then you can dimension hop. <laughs> but again, we want to thank you guys so much again for listening. We're for wrapping up Earthworm Jim today. Um, but now we're going to start up a new series next week uh, hopefully you guys have sent us some of your suggestions otherwise we'll just keep on doing what we're doing oh yeah and we'll pick it ourselves but we would love to hear from you guys if you want to give us some suggestions of games that you want us to go through with a critical eye we'd love to hear from you uh, just send us an email at it's the extreme at gmail.com that's I-T-S-T-H-E-X-S-T-R-E-A-M at gmail.com or you can ping, ping us on Twitter. Um, it's the extreme, or whenever I'm on Twitch.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, by the way, I'm going to be trying something new for Twitch because I haven't had time to make it work, but I'm going to try an experiment. It's to be determined if it'll work or not, but I'm curious to, to try it. Um, just keep an eye out for our Twitch. All right. Um, other than that, again, I want to thank our network, uh, Never Sleeps Network. Thank you again for hosting us. Um... Any anything else we should say? Thank you again, Paul, for doing all this hard work, and we love oh, you. Yeah.
1: Paul, give yourself amazing. an actual
0: give yourself an actual pat on the back right now. Good man. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you guys again so much for listening. We really appreciate it. And the best way to help grow the podcast, honestly, is just tell your friends about us. Yeah, because if you like it listening to it, and your friends are cool people, I'm sure they'll enjoy listening to it too. Okay.
1: That is right.
0: All right. So I don't have a clever bit to to jog us out here. Do you want to do anything? Um, That's all, folks. Don't forget to write it down.